Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. What do this week's primary results in Florida and New York tell us about the 2024 elections? We will talk all about it at 710. The Nats blow a late game lead in Seattle. And we've got temperatures in the 80s this evening at 7 o'clock. Student loan relief. 20 million people are going to start getting on with their lives. Mississippi is the latest hit by storms. We need a little water, but not too much. Termination hearing in Uvalde, Texas. Considering whether to fire school police chief Pete Arredondo. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden says relief is on the way for millions of Americans with federal student loans. 95% of the borrowers can benefit from these actions. That's 40 Three million people. 2020 college graduate Matt Woodhall says he left school $30,000 in debt. Now that I don't have to put that $10,000 over the future of my life towards those loans, I can start putting money towards my 401k. More from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Former top Obama economic advisor Jason Furman warns the debt forgiveness plan could encourage higher tuition and more borrowing and create expectations of future debt forgiveness. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona tells CBS News Radio Furman has it wrong. This program is going to help more students have access to higher education. They're going to be able to uh, afford payments and not go into default. Biden aides won't say how much the plan might cost. Officials say that will depend on how many people take advantage. But independent analysts say it could run into the hundreds of billions of dollars. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Torrential rain causes flooding and evacuations across Mississippi. Drivers try to navigate the streets of Jackson. Rankin County Sheriff Brian Bailey. We had a very quick response time on anybody that called in for help. We probably had over 50 calls for assistance and probably evacuated or helped rescue well over 100 people now. Texas schools police chief Pete Arredondo could soon be out of a job for the botched response to the Uvalde school mass shooting. CBS's Janet Chamlian has more on the school board meeting underway. Frustrated parents have been calling for his termination. They want to hold him accountable for the response and the 77 minutes it took for law enforcement to breach that classroom. At least 22 people are reported dead after a rocket attack on a central Ukraine train station. It comes on Ukraine's Independence Day. CBS's Deborah Pata in Kiev says it also is the six-month point in the war against Russia. Vladimir Putin really hoped for a swift victory when he began his war in February. He thought he would quickly be holding a victory parade right down this very road, in fact. And we actually heard reports of some soldiers who'd been packing their parade outfits. That came to nothing. And Kiev really stands as a symbol of Ukrainian bravery. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 60 points. The Nasdaq jumped 50 points. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 on this Wednesday evening, August the 24th. We've got 84 degrees right now in Washington, falling to the lower 60s overnight. Good evening, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper.
and I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. Two people are dead, three others hurt after a mass shooting in northwest D.C. It happened this afternoon on O Street Northwest, just off North Capitol. D.C. police are looking for a black SUV and at least two people who jumped out of the vehicle. Just before 1 p.m., 3rd District a station received a call for a shooting. Started hearing this loud pounding with deep bass. It almost sounded like uh, construction equipment. Glenn is an artist who could see the shooting scene from the front of his studio. It went on for at least 20 pounding sounds. At least that. It wasn't like four or five. The count is five people were shot. Uh, two people were are deceased. Executive Assistant Police Chief Sean Benedict says they believe this was drug related. This appears to be an open air drug market. MPD routinely polices this area and makes arrests for narcotics violations. This is what we get to deal with every day. And this is the nation's capital. At first to know Northwest, John Dome and WTOP News. A man wanted for a stabbing in Metro Center is under arrest tonight. 51-year-old Anthony Turner is accused of stabbing a man and woman around 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon on the Red Line platform. The stabbing happened after the three got into some sort of argument. The woman was treated and is expected to recover. The man remains in the hospital in serious condition. Surveillance cameras at Metro Center help police make that arrest. Results of a recount in the Democratic primary race for Montgomery County Executive have finally been certified. Challenger David Blair gained three votes during the recount, but that still left incumbent executive Mark Elrich with a lead of 32 votes. But how did candidates get more votes while recounting the same ballots? Attorney for the Montgomery County Board of Elections, Kevin Karpinski, says some votes were not counted because they were over or under votes where people wrote too much or too little on the ballot and the computer couldn't read it, but the vote could be figured out in a manual recount. When you actually look at the ballot, a human looks at the ballot, you can ascertain that the voter intended to vote for a particular person. This afternoon, Blair conceded the race and released a statement saying he wished Elrich well over the next four years. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. New tonight, a story you're hearing first on WTOP. Virginia's attorney general is getting involved in a debate on whether the city of Alexandria should or should not have school resource officers at the schools. This comes after the city grants a one-year extension to fund the positions at schools. In a letter to Alexandria City Public Schools and city leaders, Virginia Attorney General Jason Miares is offering his full support for the position, saying that, quote, a hard line needs to be drawn against crime in schools. In the letter, he cited a deadly brawl involving students of Alexandria City High School that left a teen dead near the school. Paula Gromley is a parent member of a work group that's looking into recommendations when it comes to SROs for the school system. She says she doesn't feel categorically that crime is the issue here. If we look at, at the role of the SRO in a broader, with broader strokes, I think we can have a much more seamless process than simply looking at crimes that kids are engaging in. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. I'm Sarah Jacobs. In her response to the Attorney General, Alexandria City School Board Chair Megan Alderton calls out Jason Miares for overlooking her position. She notes that Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson is addressed by name and title while she, as an elected official and a black woman, leading the most diverse school division in the Commonwealth, is not addressed specifically with a salutation as chair of the school board. Alderton went on to express her commitment to the safety and security of students and staff as a top priority. She says an advisory group is currently working to refine the ACPS partnership with the Alexandria Police Department, which will present its recommendations in December. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson also released a statement to WTOP, which reads in part, I am always a strong supporter of efforts to ensure our students are safe and thriving. If the Attorney General wants to be a part of that discussion, we will welcome that. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, 
WTOP. There were some surprises in the latest round of primary elections held last night. We'll talk about that with 538 coming up next at 707. Going up? If so, you have the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10 to thank for that. IUEC Local 10 are go-to experts for elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. If you need your elevator or escalator project done right, on time, 